Moncrief on News Talk. Now, for reasons that have been lost in the mists of time, 420 is a significant number for cannabis users. In North America, April the 20th is the day when all things weed are celebrated. In Ireland, we're slightly behind these trends. Yesterday, April the 23rd, hundreds of people gathered in the Phoenix Park in Dublin to roll joints and smoke. Barry White bravely entered the billowing cloud of weed smoke uh, to tell us about it. Uh, Why were they there, Barry? Hey Sean, good afternoon. So I estimated just over 300 cannabis users turned out at the Wellington Monuments in Phoenix Park yesterday for what they described to me as a mass display of civil disobedience. Uh, the major smoke-up, this is what they called it, um, was organised by the Dublin-based major group for cannabis. And from what I could see, this was basically just hundreds of people sitting in the park listening to music and poetry and smoking weed and getting stoned. And uh, I spoke to one of the event organisers, Charlene Flynn. So this is the major smoke-up, and it's basically a mass display of civil disobedience in order to kind of show the need for cannabis law reform in the country and just how many different kind of people consume cannabis on a daily basis and are, vic- are criminalised because of it. You can see the crowd that are here. It's so mixed, different walks of life, different classes, different age brackets, everything. Cannabis, it's such a broad range of people that use it on a daily basis. So it's just about getting it out there that we're not criminals, you know, we're good people, you know. We just want to come together and be able to congregate and to be able to use a substance socially without being criminalised for it, just like alcohol and stuff. Yeah, but the way the law is at the minute, mm-hmm. cannabis smokers are criminalised and the three, four hundred people here smoking now are actually breaking the law though. Absolutely. Now, interestingly enough, it's not actually illegal to smoke a joint. It's illegal to possess cannabis on you, which is a silly contradiction, but it's not actually illegal to smoke a joint. But everybody's willing to come out and do it just because they're willing to push the agenda. The Citizens' Assembly on Drugs is on right now. We really, really want to see decriminalisation and the right to grow come out of that so that people like this can socialise where they want to socialise. Because these type of people, surprisingly enough, don't want to sit in bars or clubs or, or drink and get leery. There's a very different intent on socialising when it comes to cannabis. You and know? is there any fear here today that the Guardian may come and try to disperse this crowd? We're always vigilant that it can happen, but with our past experience and this being our sixth event, we're pretty confident that our relationship with them has grew to the level that they know that there will be no problems down here. And they're happy to just leave us be. How do you think the Citizens' Assembly is going to go? Do you think that gatherings like this will be allowed soon enough? Or Yeah, I'd love to see it. Um, I, I, personally, I think decriminalisation is definitely coming out of Citizens' Assembly. There's no ifs, ands and buts about that. Whether or not things like legalisation and the right to actually sell and purchase in a legal setting comes out of it, that's probably a few years away, yeah. But decriminalisation is enough to allow every person in this park walk around with a personal quantity of cannabis on them without fear and being convicted. And that's enough for us right now. As uh, Charlene Flynn there uh, being uh, uh, played out by things that make you go, hmm. Something that does make you go, hmm, is like she mentioned the Citizens' Assembly. So obviously the cannabis cloud is blowing in a particular direction. So why bother having a protest about this? Yeah, you mentioned the Citizens' Assembly on drug use, which was recently established. And the organisers of this event say they want the Irish government to reform the country's cannabis laws. Uh, The major group for cannabis reform said they want to reduce cannabis stigma in Ireland, to liberalise current cannabis 
cannabis policy and to increase access to the plant in a market ran by users. Currently, cannabis is illegal in Ireland for recreational purposes and the Gardaí have a level of discretion when dealing with recreational users. Uh, for instance, to procure a conviction, any cannabis seized has to be sent for analysis to forensics. And this, along with the time needed to process an arrest, means that individual Gardaí may decide not to arrest people for small amounts and just caution them instead. And I think it's if you're cautioned two or three times, then you'll be mm. arrested. But uh, there is a there is certain discretion. Um, now, there were people from all walks of life there yesterday, men and women of all ages, people young and old sitting around smoking joints and bongs. For the most part, it was mostly young people from what I could see, teenagers, um, I'm not sure if they were over 18 or not. Mm, um, yeah. You've seen the video for yourself, yeah. Sean. So I think a lot of them may have been underage. However, I also did see a few parents with their young children there. So yeah, people from all walks of life at this event yesterday. And I spoke to some of the people who were there and I asked them why they were attending. <laughs> To try and kind of break through the stigma and normalise it. Like, I actually brought a lot of little plants here today and gave them out to people and some muffins that were medicated. And, uh, yeah, I just think it's, like, just it's a plant and there's a lot of concerns, but I think the problems are with the system that we have now and it's time for a change. We don't know exactly what is best, but we need to kind of look at the laws and have a think if this is really the best way to deal with it when it's a criminal approach you know, through the justice system instead of a health approach that they claim it is. So you were giving out free plants here today. Do you grow cannabis yourself? I do, yeah. You must be concerned sometimes that you might be caught or... Definitely, yeah. There's kind of limits you can... You know, I wouldn't grow more than, say, four plants because, you know, uh, things like that uh, for you know, legal reasons, that's kind of a threshold where uh, it gets to be a much bigger issue. But... Uh, you know, it reduces a lot of risk. I'm not going out, I'm not giving money to gangs, I'm not carrying it across town, risking getting stopped by the cops. Um, it's, you know, created and destroyed within my property. I own it, I don't rent around, I'm lucky. Um, but not everyone has that opportunity, unfortunately. But, Do you sell it as well? No, I don't. I give it away, like that today. Uh, for people that need it for, you know, uh, they've insomnia, these kind of issues, and the only way they can actually get proper sleep it's the smoking and also different varieties because people get uh, like a tolerance with the one particular plant and that's why a variety is kind of best for everyone really there probably will be people listening to this on the radio when they hear you and some people will probably say you're a criminal you should be locked up what would you say to that? well there are people in prison like Patrick Moore um, for basically giving medicine to people for free and I, I think that's tragic that's certainly not what I'm paying my taxes for and uh, I just think that's a disgrace and uh, what we're doing at the moment with the Citizens Assembly is a great step in the right direction but it's taken us years yeah I don't know whatever we're doing now isn't working and it's time for change well let's get going guys question one how many American states have legalised recreational cannabis um, I'm part of civil disobedience I think it's um, this day and age um, when you have the criminals part of that are controlling the cannabis plant it's kind of ridiculous and we see it's coming it doesn't matter what way we're kind of looking at it 
looking at Germany will happen with them with the with the how much you can have on possession, how much you can grow, and then the social clubs and their next steps. So, so hopefully. That you have no concerns being here today that ah. you could be criminalised, that the Gardaí could come and disperse this? No, not hoping. I've, I've been coming these three years and it's just been brilliant. So, How often do you consume cannabis? Um, every day. How much would you spend on it? Nothing. So you grow it yourself? Yes, so. And do you ever worry that you might get caught or have you ever been caught? Of course, yes. Of course I would be. You know, I've never been caught with cannabis no, so... Um, however, of course, I would be worried because that would make me a criminal and I don't feel like I'm a criminal because that's the only thing I would be doing wrong is a plant, which is wrong. So. And do you think the hundreds of people here today feel the same, that they're not criminals? Of course, they're not criminals. Why would be? You see, you've been here, there's been nothing happened with anybody that's been here, no trouble. Right, okay. And and the Patrick Moore, I should explain to people who's referred to there, uh, is uh, serving a sentence. Now, he was selling CBD oil, uh, according to that trial. So uh, you can see what that might be controversial to some of them. But... The guy, it is what what they were doing was illegal, and you know you could probably smell it from the Garda HQ. So there was no Garda intervention there at all. Well, at one point I did see four uniformed Garda who were monitoring the event from a distance for about fifteen minutes. I did see them speaking to one of the organisers. However, they soon left. They didn't come anywhere near the crowds. There were no arrests, and when I contacted the Garda press office, they told me they were unaware of the events. Now, I honestly don't know how they could be unaware of the event, Sean, because like you say, you could literally see the plume of cannabis smoke (laughs) that formed above the crowd of people gathered at the Wellington Monument from quite a distance. And the Garda headquarters is just 500 metres away, so... Yeah, I, I think it's fair to assume that they did know about it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and as it was described, there was it a, a peaceful event. Was it rowdy, Tony? Yeah, look, I was there for a, a few hours yesterday and I didn't see any trouble. Although at one point during the event, I did see people openly buying and selling cannabis. While I even saw one guy throw out free packets of what I think was... I think it was cannabis or cannabis jellies, something like that. And there were people diving in the muddy grass, wrestling with each other to get their hands on the the free goodies Um, but apart from that the gathering was peaceful with no trouble it was just hundreds of people sitting around in the rain smoking weed while listening to music and poetry while there was even a quiz at one point there was a lot of litter around but there were volunteers at the end of the event going around picking up rubbish and I spoke to one of the volunteers Stefan from Germany who is part of a group called Tidy Buds yeah, I'm here by association with a major group as well. Like, um, we started in 2021. Uh, I, with together with a few friends that are around here as well, uh, started the Tidy Bots. We basically are a, a peer-driven volunteer campaign. And we go into our local communities or other communities that are commonly polluted areas and clean up the roads. And basically, uh, then try to you know spread our message uh, across social media we basically while we are out on the road we like to uh, we try to engage with the public and to with the, with the overall intent to uh, reduce some of the stigmas that exist around the cannabis users so you're just ensuring that there's no rubbish and stuff left behind here today on the events yes so the first time we came together i had these vests printed 2021 and we came out for the first major event after covid and on that one, we basically then 
ended up, because this was already what we're doing, we had our pickers, we had our vests, we started cleaning up the event. And ever since then, we have been represented, or we have had representatives of the Tidy Birds, as I said. Like, a lot of people overlap in the communities because it's uh, volunteer-driven. So we basically go to every event, have at least a few people there to clean up and make sure, basically, that the area afterwards is left clean and tidy without any traces of waste and usually we tend to leave it cleaner than it was found before okay they cleaned up after themselves now they, at, the, at the first clip mentioned this is the sixth time they've done this and must say it was the first time i've ever heard of it so is this an ongoing process yeah well it was my first time ever hearing of it <laughs> as well yesterday so that's why i was kind of when i seen it, it was all i better start interviewing people here um after yesterday's gathering and the park ended there was an after party at a secret location now i was told where this was but i'll just say it was in the city center um i didn't go along but i have seen videos and it was basically just dozens of people in an indoor venue in the city center sitting around uh, smoking cannabis while a DJ played. Well, I'm told there will be another major smoke-up event in Phoenix Park in July, which the organisers say they expect to be a lot bigger than yesterday's mass display of civil disobedience. Right. Thanks a million, Barry, for coming in to tell us about that. Uh, uh, Barry White there, a few uh, uh, comments on uh, what we've just been listening to. Uh, Anne-Marie says, I hope an enterprising chip van pulled up alongside the protest to sort the munchies out. Uh, Marion says, if we decriminalise cannabis, it then makes it completely pointless to being campaigning and stigmatising smoking and vaping, uh, uh, she says. Uh, yeah, I suppose there may be some sort of, I, I, I don't know enough about that, but I suppose is is uh, cannabis in and of itself kind uh, uh, of give you the sorts of Ill- illnesses that uh, tobacco can? I'm not sure. Uh, we sold our house last year. Uh, one of the major reasons was it was terraced and we had a neighbour who smoked cannabis nonstop. It seeped through all walls and we couldn't open any windows or hang washing out when he was at home and certainly I couldn't use our garden. Although we sold eventually, we did lose one bidder because of the smell the day they viewed. Um, Another text says, having a son who got addicted to cannabis and ended up in a mental asylum and it's still not right six years later. People should be aware how damaging it is to our brains and that there are repercussions of overuse. It's not so nice when you see your own child waking up screaming with fear and having hallucinations that he thinks are real. Uh, another text says, if potheads want freedom to smoke, move to a country with legal cannabis. Freedom of movement is a real thing. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, I, I suppose that's true. And I suppose in uh, within the European Union, probably there are countries where uh, effectively it is legalised. Uh, though Niall says, good God, your journalists covered the cannabis story with awful attitude. Constantly mentioning guards. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, it kind of is illegal and it was right beside Garda HQ. So it seemed like a reasonable thing to say, Niall. So, you know, stop getting so angry. Chill out, man. Have a spoke. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.